0: Welcome to the Awake Space Astrology Podcast. This is Lori Rivers with you. And it's been a while. It's been a couple weeks since I've done a podcast episode. It's just been crazy that uh, uh, Mars-Uranus-North Node conjunction has been a lot. And for love or money, couldn't keep a schedule going because there was surprise, surprise, surprise. Surprise. And speaking of surprises, the apprentices are ready to do their readings and um, actually it's no surprise. They're absolutely amazing and it's been a wonderful time sitting in observations. If you didn't know, Mackenzie has graduated, she is now a full-blown natal astrologer and now we're working with Casey and Rita and Jennifer and we'll have at least two of them on this episode of the podcast but you'll be hearing from them all more and more as we go along Um, we're going to be talking about the full moon the full moon coming up on august 11th and it again is a doozy no big surprises there Um, I want to fill you in on how to prep for that And speaking of preparations, once again, we're looking at east of the Rockies and the weather when it comes to severe winter weather. And southwest is still going to be dry. Southwest is still going to be dry. But uh, east of the Rockies, especially up north in the northeast going to be pretty damn cold and the southeast is probably going to be pretty damn wet northwest well I don't know if it's going to be um, as cold as last year um, but it's certainly going to be chilly Crisp. crisp with precipitation surprise 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 not really I hope you all have been faring well because, again, it's been quite a time. And if you've been having trouble staying grounded, I just want to assure you um, that's what everybody's going through. It's not really a time to be grounded. It's more of a time for... um, Finding your center and recalibrating and recalibrating and recalibrating as this energy shifts us up into high gear. And we'll talk about this and more here on the Awake Space Astrology Podcast. All right. They both happen to be mods and apprentices. So... I've got Casey and Jennifer with me today. They are at the observation stage where I observe them. They just completed about 20 hours each of observing readings. Um, Let's talk about that first. So the purpose of observing me is, mm, I kind of consider it the first step in professional development, kind of looking at the process obviously you guys pick up some tricks astrologically but it's more important on how to run a session um what were some of your biggest ah ahas in observing the reading not as a participant being read but as somebody who would soon be reading charts
1: um the thing that stood out to me the most was how um You don't focus on the negative aspects of someone and how you try to build them up. Like even if there's an aspect of the chart that might be a little bit more difficult, you can give tips and tricks on how to deal with that energy in a more productive way. I think Mm -hmm. that's really nice. Mm -hmm. Instead of just like being told like, oh, you're this or that, there's like strategies to use. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. No, I think that's really important. I don't think anybody wants to come to a reading to be told they're doomed. I think that's unprofessional. (laughs) But I don't blow smoke up people's butts either. So just to make it clear to the listeners. So, but yeah, strategies. I love that. You're very, you're very interested in strength-based communications and facilitation. too.
1: Yes. Yep. Like building people up to be the best they can be instead of, you know, telling everybody what's wrong with them. It's not Mm -hmm. conducive to a good community globally. Yeah.
0: It's not good neuroscience either.
1: No, absolutely not. Mm -hmm. You don't need to focus on those things, it just makes the connection stronger. Mm -hmm. You can build the new ones of thinking about something more positively.
0: Mm -hmm. And so you've been studying a lot about neuroscience and psychology. (laughs)
1: that's what I studied in college before Mm -hmm. I I left and the pandemic happened Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, I've always been interested in like how uh, mostly like why I behave the way I did and then being curious about why other people did as well
0: Mm -hmm. makes for a fine astrologer
1: what makes people tick
0: right Casey what what did you get out of um the
2: observation process
3: Oh, um, sorry I'm here okay. um, it, it's really like I mean you when you look at a chart and you know when we're preparing to like give these readings or looking at these charts for a long time and it's like you could really keep talking about it for quite a long time
2: mm-hmm.
3: um, there's just so much there and so many potentials and It's just, it's so much to think about. And so seeing, it, you know, an hour session and like the shape that it gives, you know, Mm -hmm. it's kind of like a very special thing that, um, you know, you only have this one hour and there's so much to your person. And so inevitably there's going to be like, like anything else. It's like, why do you, why do you hear certain things at certain times in your life? Mm-hmm. and i feel mm-hmm. like there's sort of this magic to it um that like i already knew it was magical but it, it just took on like another layer of that magic because each reading is so unique and precious and it is an energy exchange
4: mm-hmm.
3: um, Yes. Yeah, so observing it you know so many times and just seeing it's, it's it's kind of amazing to see this many readings because i have not had my chart read as many times as I've watched other people's charts being read at this point Mm -hmm. Um, so that's a big change too like I feel like that has given me much more perspective on like what a reading can look like Um, there's just so much variety and they're all so magical you would think that maybe it would get old and it just doesn't Um, I I don't know I think it's pretty magical it doesn't
0: ever get old three decades in And I've never had two readings that were the same.
3: Yeah. And you just see that Mm -hmm. you are surrounded by so many complex people and that Mm -hmm. it just kind of really makes you realize like every, each person really is like their own little universe. They are a piece Mm -hmm. of the universe and they are just as complex.
0: Yeah. I love that. Yeah. It's true. That's why you guys are my apprentices. (laughs) These things are my happy thoughts. Yeah, yeah. I've not had as many readings as I've observed or done or observed. Yeah, right? You know, it's like once you get in the groove then you're just doing it. But yeah, yeah. So having a shape to a reading is important. That's one of the reasons I wanted you guys to do at least 20 hours of observation before you even read. Because I got dropped into the deep end. It was like, okay, you know enough. Now go do it with no parameters except to study the chart and then talk about it with no shape no framework my poor south node in virgo went nuts it was like does not compute does not compute there's no structure you know (laughs) there's no system so there was no real like professional development there was astrological development when I was starting so and if there was professional development I hadn't found it and I looked and I looked and I looked but so I went and I paid for readings when I could to see how other people manage their sessions because I was like you don't my sessions would go like two three hours because no one told me when to stop <laughs>
3: yeah that's a long reading
0: it was it made me not want to read charts because <laughs> I, yeah. I would read for a while and then i'd be like okay i'm going back to doing research this is crazy i don't know how people do this and then then i noticed i went to somebody with an msw and that's how they chose to present themselves as an astrologer was as a licensed counselor in oregon and because they had been doing astrology and then it still wasn't quite legal and that makes you nervous. So she had a really good like shape and form. And it isn't the same that I developed, but it gave me a good head start. I was like, oh wow, okay. Here's a start and here's an end to this time. You know and I told her why I was there. I'm like, hey, I'm a professional astrologer too, but I have no idea how to run a session. And I, you looked really good, <laughs> so <laughs> I could use a reading just to know how somebody does this all the time, does it? She was very, very good, and very generous. I wish I could remember her name. She, her company was Blue Moon Astrology, but I don't I like remember. that. Yeah, I don't remember her name, but she was wonderful. She was very good. That was years ago. That was like 1999. I was a baby. You was a baby. You a baby. My, my astro babies. So... What are you looking most forward to in doing the readings where I observe you?
1: I'm just uh, getting my ass put in the deep end because <laughs> I probably would not have be doing this. <laughs> hmm Yeah. So, yeah, I usually need to be pushed because I'm very, sometimes a little too reticent. to. <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, I took my mentor kicking my butt, even though it was over email because he wasn't in this country, but he just bugged me until I did it because I don't know that I would have done it. I was like, I don't know. I don't think I know it because you know plenty. You're great. You've been reading cold for a long time. Yeah just go like uh so yeah if you don't start you don't start so
1: Mm -hmm. there's like so much to learn (laughs) learn the like less you think you know it feels like
0: yeah we talked about that the other night Do you want to talk about that that wall you hit because i think that's a really good thing for people to hear
1: yeah I think I was um, looking at one of the charts that you had us write up
0: and uh-huh. I was just
1: like I my brain like went blank and I was like I don't know anything oh my god <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was just kind of like panic moments I'm like there's so much here that I, I know is there but I can't quite see it yet <laughs> it mm-hmm. just feels like I don't, yeah, there's this big, deep ocean, and I'm, like, on a little Mm -hmm. Mm paddleboard.
0: Yeah, but you ended up doing just fine.
1: Thank you. (laughs) Right?
0: Yeah. It is nice to know
1: that, because before we even did, like, those written charts, I was like, I am not good at this at all. What are you talking about? It's nice to have the confirmation. Cause, mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said, I would have taken years before I would have done readings, but now that we're going through this process, I'm like, I know more than I think I know. Yeah. Just because, yeah, this is big and scary and I'm doubting myself, you know, mm-hmm. I think like a lot of kids my age do. You know, it's human to do that.
0: And... I would rather have somebody come in going, I don't know enough than somebody thinking they knew it all. That's a red flag to me. Somebody who's trying to prove to me how much they know tells me they're maybe not teachable. And there's a lot to astrology and the way I do astrology. And if somebody's an apprentice with me, we're going to do the way I do astrology, right? Right. Um, and I love the way you develop your own interpretations. That's fine. I don't want parrots. There's, there's, when I talk about my way of doing it, it is the strength-based process. It is the building up of people. People don't come to us because they're having a great time. They usually are at a crossroads trying to discover who they are. They may have been through major life changes. They might be looking in the mirror and just not seeing the person they used to be. Nine times out of 10, when somebody comes to a professional, anything that deals with understanding self, whether it's a tarot reader, a psychic, an astrologer, a psychologist, a therapist, or a life coach, they're coming for a reason. They're coming for clarity. And it's so easy to deliver negative information that, deal, that gives them the confirmation bias that there's something wrong with them. When what they need is to understand there's a whole lot right with them and those flaws serve a purpose. We're not here to be perfect, you know, and that's some of those life lessons. And so I like that. You hit that wall of, and I remember it well, I remember hitting that wall of like, oh my God, I am never going to know enough to be masterful on this subject. I remember that very, very clearly. Um, And the thing is, is once you do get masterful, guys, you realize that you're on an ever flowing journey that you can't possibly know it all you know, you're discovering something new in every reading. In fact, this week I had two readings in a row that had similar placements that showed markers for the same intestinal, um, one could say, condition. And it was fascinating. It was when, like, when I hadn't, like it's been over the last six months but it's like because that wasn't often diagnosed a long time ago i'm like wow okay so this is concurrent make a note of that so you're always discovering something i'm not going to say somebody always has but now i know to ask like
1: hey
0: are you sensitive in this area you know something like that right that's cool yeah so it doesn't matter how long you've been doing it you will always discover new things and if you're not discovering new things and you've been at it a long time you either either haven't learned how to ask good questions or you haven't been listening yeah you know so now you've gotten the chance to be observed Casey you did your first reading this week
3: I did (laughs) I did I did survive and yeah it was I was very excited for it but um you know naturally doing a new thing is a little bit nerve-wracking and um you know it's about more than just like how much astrology you understand or the prep work it's like also about the ability to you know be a professional in that moment you know and you're providing a service and you're having an interaction and you know, trying to make sure that you're communicating things in a way that, you know, resonates for the person. Um, And there's, like, a lot of skill to that, and Mm -hmm. which is why it's been so helpful to do all those observations with you is because Mm -hmm. not only is it all of the study that you've done and the practice that you've put in, but, like, you also run a business and you have client relationships and you... Mm -hmm. Um, you know, you provide people with like counseling that really, you know, can have a big impact in people's lives and
0: well technically it's consulting. Yes. But, at least I only say that for legal purposes. Yes. <laughs> it is counsel, but it's legally it's consulting. Right. <laughs> Consultation is the word that I should be using. That's okay. Um, but like For you our know, listeners, it's like for legal yeah. purposes. <laughs> But yeah, I do not do diagnosis.
3: But anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Just a, just a skill around around running a session yeah. has been, yeah. it was very helpful to go into with that practice. And that's the practice that we're building now is, yeah. it's, it's kind of translating the work that we're doing for, you know, a client. Mm-hmm.
0: You did so well. I was so proud. I'm just crazy behind the scenes. Listening like, yeah. yes, yes.
3: <laughs> Thank you. Yes. I, I, yeah. I can imagine watching, you know, one of us doing it. I would probably be the same way, but also, yeah, it is it's it is scary to have an audience. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But what happens? What happens when I observe you?
3: Um. I mean, it's very, it was very, good to have you there um i had a question at one point and asking you for your input was great and i think it made the reading better Mm -hmm. for everybody and Mm -hmm. um it was just it was a nice feeling like to go into it and and know that it you know you had my back and Mm -hmm. and things were no matter what we were going to get through the session and
0: good work was going to be done you know right yeah that's the whole purpose of me being there. It's to support you in the process and to take some of the edge off the nerves, because you know, if all else you can tap out, tap me in and I'll pop in and then I'll hand it back. Yeah.
3: And it was Mm -hmm. great because, um, you know, once I got more comfortable and then the client got more comfortable, um, You know, we were able to just, you know, have these kind of brief discussions in between me giving the reading, Mm -hmm. um, you know, talking about how some of the energies played out. And it was, it was, it's really lovely. I really enjoy like talking to people about their charts and about their lives. And Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it was like, I just, I enjoyed the hell out of it. I am excited to do it more. I love that. You got giggle
0: validation. That's some of the best validation <laughs> ever when you're telling somebody about themselves and they start that knowing chuckle. The chuckle, yeah. Uh, I love that. Uh, and you just went to. It, it's so fun because, like, how did you feel when that happened?
3: Um, it, I felt really, you know, validated. It was encouraging. Like, I, um, it's. I feel like it's hard unless you've actually tried to do it because I didn't think that on the other side of you know reading what the astrologer was doing it's you know Mm -hmm. if you don't know you don't know right and so we have our notes that we're working off of and we've done a lot of crap and and whatnot but it's also like delivering the information and um you know that certain translation that happens is um it feels nice like to, you know, that somebody is, is, you know, responding to what you're saying that you can, and also like, yeah. I love making people laugh. So, mm-hmm. you know, if people are chuckling at the way that I'm delivering this information, then that's great too. Right.
2: <laughs> I do
3: have a sense of humor and, you know, if I can sense that the client might have a sense of humor and we're having a nice time together, like, you know, I can be funny about it too. I love laughing at myself um you know we can have a nice time but i you know it is really nice to hear that it makes somebody feel something about their life and yeah that they feel seen and and validated by the reading the whole point yes
0: yeah i think you did a really good job of that i really liked how you delivered the information Um, good (laughs) yeah no you were very eloquent in describing um especially how that person um like parts of themselves that they would value yeah and i thought that was just so beautifully stated and said Um, yeah because again we're all going to give our readings a little differently. We all have a different set of perceptions and a different way of communicating. Once we, you know, we get the rules down, and then you riff on mm-hmm. communicating the chart. And you just had a really good way of highlighting that person um, and what they valued, and kind of emphasizing their values. Um, yeah, that was really I nice. Think-
3: Thank you. That's I love that. That makes me feel really happy that you mm-hmm. you felt that about it. Um, mm-hmm. I think for me, like you know, I really to be seen is really just like a really good feeling for me. And when okay. I you know, care about people, I notice details about them, or even if I'm just out in the world observing people, I am very interested in the way that people do things. So,
2: mm-hmm.
3: um, you know, to to see those details, like if I can see those details in a chart, it's mm-hmm. really, those things are so interesting about people to me. And, and you know, the stuff that other people might gloss over, Mm-hmm. Um, it really excites me when I see that stuff in the chart, and I and I can, you know, com- you know, comment on it, and, um, you know, see how it might have played a role in their life. I I feel like that's really like a nice feeling. <laughs> yeah. Oh heck yeah!
0: No, that was great. So let me see. I had a question in my head. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um. <laughs> It, it's, it's such a joy to watch you guys because I know how hard and diligently you both do it. All of you guys, you know, um, you guys can never bug me, you know, the, the, for the listeners, you know, these guys are sending me their write-ups on, um, I give them all the same charts to read um and all of their interpretations were amazing and yet individual and they're all very diligent people so they weren't cheating and talking to each other about it um, they did an amazing job and i gave them very difficult charts i gave them people i know personally who are very complex people and um and very powerful personalities sorry guys very powerful personalities and um guys did so well and they were almost impossible to guess and uh as far as what they did or what have you because they're multi-passionate very intelligent very um service-oriented do a lot in the world kind of people And so you guys managed to really nail those early charts. And then I have you do the observations for enough hours so that it becomes an ingrained habit on the shape of the readings. And you guys have talked about that. But, and then again, the support. I know you're nervous to have me watching you, but it's not grades, right? I'm not grading you. You guys already passed the test. This is just practice. Um, oh. Hang on.
2: Here.
0: So what in this experience, I mean, it all can be humbling, but what has been your greatest awareness about your own strengths in, in the practice of this? Just the practice side. You know, the reading of the charts and the observation and my readings, because Jennifer hasn't had the benefit to cut her teeth yet. She will <laughs> soon.
1: What was the question? <laughs> Sorry,
0: I got lost. I got less, too. Yeah. It was a roundabout way to get there because I was trying to remember it. So through all the observation process, what, what really made you know your strengths through just the observation process so far?
1: It was just fun sometimes to like have like, oh, I think this. And then by the time we get around to that part, you say something just like that. And I'm just like giggling. <laughs>
0: Oh ah. so that that validated you then.
1: Yeah. Good. It was like a fun little game. I'd be like, okay.
0: <laughs> I love that. Yeah. It's, it's just so I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs>
4: you go ahead.
1: It was so nice to see how people like lit up during your readings. I really like that that's what i like to do with people like to see them just go from being kind of nervous to coming away with like concrete steps and things that they've always known about themselves but maybe not paid attention to as much to have that validated i think is really beautiful i love that how do you think you're going to do that in readings <laughs> I think I generally see the best in people. So it is nice to have, like, it's hard to explain to someone without having, like, examples. So seeing a chart it makes it easier to, like, have a place to go instead mm-hmm. of just throwing out random compliments because I think everybody's great. So they don't right? take Seriously.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. That's such an Aquarius rising thing to say. <laughs> i love that it's like oh she's just being nice i'm like no i could be really mean if i don't like you but <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it's like generally if i see someone start i'm like oh, all right well i see a reason that i can like them right There's <laughs> so some people starts i just don't want to look at <laughs> right <laughs> so like no i'm all right with just not liking you <laughs> it's funny here's a trick when you're looking at somebody you don't like and you
0: want to keep not liking them know that they could always have chosen a better route to express their energy.
1: <laughs> that's true. Mm-hmm. Okay, I might open the door. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'll be like, that's such a shame they turned into a jerk.
0: They could have been really cool. <laughs> no, <laughs> Casey. You were gonna say what? What did you? What did the observation process show you of your own strengths?
3: I think that um, you know, over the time that I've been studying astrology and hearing you, um, you know, in readings with me, like reading my chart, um, I kind of have picked up sort of like a fluency where i can kind of backtrack what you're saying because you're not always necessarily saying where you're seeing it in the chart but since that's what we're studying i feel like i'm able getting a lot more um adept at like backtracking and seeing the astrology part of what you're saying does that make Mm -hmm. sense yeah um it's like math or something. It's like, you're giving the answer and I'm kind of backtracking and seeing how you put that together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. I love that.
3: Yeah. So it's, it's validating to see like have to have more ability to do that. I can't, I can't do everything that you do, but um, you know, getting just seeing the improvement in myself is, Mm -hmm. is great. Well,
0: the the only thing that's going to make that fluency Faster is is more charts. Yeah. That's it. You know, charts and practice and listening mm. and listening to people talk and guessing their charts. I like to listen to like celebrities talk and then go look at their charts. I'll be like, Oh, I swear I heard Virgo in there.
1: Where is it? Mm-hmm. You know. I do that all the time. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. did that with a documentary I was watching because it was like um two people pitted against each other. And I was like, they got really intense. I'm like, I bet they have Scorpio and Taurus, both of them. And they did. <laughs> there you go. Those are great just, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of fun. That's some of what I, I do all the time. So it's like anything. You keep your skill set sharp through practice. You know? and uh you guys are both really amazing and uh we'll have rita on as well and bring McDubbs back bring mckenzie back since she's a full-blown natal astrologer which you guys will be as well soon just gotta get some more readings under your belt and we've got um a special code it's i'll put it in the podcast description if you guys want to save 50% off natal readings uh, I'm in the background Wow, the apprentices are reading and they are phenomenal each one so I'm excited and then they'll be reading they'll have their own sessions just like Mackenzie once they go through the rest of the training so as I said they already passed each one of them is quite capable and we'll just do natal charts for a few months and then I'll start training them in other things. <laughs> Which is really, I'm giving you guys what I wish I would have had available to me. So
1: Yeah, it's if, like all the things you didn't you wouldn't know to ask for, but absolutely yeah. need. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And like I took other trainings, you know, like strength based facilitation. Um, I was a facilitator of a resiliency, you know, development pro- program for 14 years. That was called Developing Capable People, created by H. Stephen Glenn, who was my mentor, um, which was a really great opportunity. Um, I mostly worked with court-ordered parents in that, but it was um, something that was really useful in developing the communication styles. And then also I took life coach certification through an ICF program and went up through the advanced levels. All, you know, just which you guys get some of that training as well. Yeah. Um, because it makes you better at communicating the horoscope. And I think that's the thing in most of the certification programs that's lacking. They work really a lot on interpretation, some interpretation, mostly on the math, which is important. But they don't really teach the professional development side or working people. And that's why you hear so much about astrologers who scare clients or only say the astrology like Casey you were saying you know I give the answer and not the equation because the reason is is a lot of people just give the equation and they don't give the answer and um, I figure people are paying me for the answer they're not paying me for the math you know it's my job to know how to tell them what the math means so. But yeah. So what are you looking forward to?
3: I think I'm I'm just really looking forward to, you know, I'll probably always be a little excited before readings, but Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to just, you know, going in and just feeling very you know, grounded and at ease and just the confidence that comes with you know practice. But
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's a nice feeling when you go from being nervous before every single one. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Yeah. What about you, Jen? What are you looking forward to? Mm-hmm. What Casey was describing that she got from the reading earlier sounds so nice. (laughs) Seeing someone, like, express the things that you've identified in front of you. Mm. Yeah. I just know I'm going to be so excited to see that. Mm -hmm. I am excited. I love people watching. This is like people watching times 100. Oh, it it is. It is. It is. It is. It is. So, for the listeners to
0: understand, if you take a reading, it's okay to validate the astrologer. Um, I like it, you know, um, because energy expresses in a multitude of ways. We're picking what we think is the most likely pathway. But it can express in a multitude of ways, you know. And so sometimes we'll ask questions. Is it like this or like this? Um, you know, so it's uh, it's okay. And it's also okay to tell us if we're off, you know, because like, no, nah, it doesn't really do it that way. Um, and we're like, ah, okay. So does it do it this way? You know, that's, that's okay too, you know. And sometimes it's just vernacular too, because sometimes you'll say something, somebody, and those particular words aren't the right words for that person, and so I have to rephrase it. Because everybody's a little bit nervous.
1: The person being read's nervous too. I know. I was nervous at my first reading. Yeah, I was mean.
0: Okay. (laughs) let's do a quick patron shout out and then we're going to talk about the full moon coming up we'll get your thoughts on the full moon too i'll pull up the chart All right, we're going to do a patron shout-out here. We are over 500 patrons. Um, It is amazing. I want to thank everybody for being patrons. We're going to have some more fun, special new stuff coming out. Already we have the Crunch Report, which is super fun. That comes out every couple of days with the moon change. So let's say welcome to Niha. Reneha, Brittany, Debbie, Kim, Alicia, Allison, Jackie, Holly, Laura, Carter, Jessica, Jillian, Dope Sugar Plum Faith, which is an awesome username, Allison, June, Chinda, Psychic Medium, Cassie Morgan, Autumn, Jeremy, Carrie, Claudia Campbell, Olivia, uh, Nicole Heffel-Ensberg, Sherry, Liz, Madeline, Beth, Susan, Thomas, Bex, Tower, Anna, Caitlin, Samantha, Zatina, Pastina, uh, Jen, Emily, Sayla, April, Stephanie, that one randomer, Jamie, Denise, Amy, Karen, Haley, Danielle, May, I'm assuming it's Jean, but it could be Jean. Susan, Sandra, or Sandra. My mom's name is Sandra, spelled that way. Some people, it's Sandra. Nancy, welcome, welcome, new patrons. Appreciate you. And we're going to start looking at the full moon with the mods. And we have a Rita with us as well who is the other apprentice. So we'll bring her, we'll loop her in at the end on the conversation. So we're looking at the full moon on August 11th. 11th. It's a bit of a doozy. It's a bit of a doozy, if I do say so. And it's actually a doozy just ahead of the full moon because the moon waxes full at 19 degrees Aquarius, which means it's opposite the sun at 19 degrees Leo. Remember, the moon and the sun are always in opposition at a full moon. Okay? And opposite signs. <clears throat> and they're squaring off with the north node about four hours before the moon is full. Now, the moon waxes full at about 6 30-ish p.m. Pacific. So around 2 p.m. and some change Pacific, that square happens between the, no- the moon and the North Node, the sun and the North Node. This is going to be a little crunchy. We might see some financial stuff go on, release of financial documents. Um, Internet chit-chat it's going to be busy online. That's what I got to say. And then they square off like two hours later, about 4 p.m., with Uranus. Now, this could be more seismic activity in South America, the South Atlantic, or Iceland. You know, Iceland's got that volcano going. Um, but that could just get a little bit more rumbly. So that, that should be interesting. Japan could see a little rumble. Um, Eastern Russia in the you know Bering Sea could see it. Maybe, maybe Alaska, but I'm thinking that. We've got to look at New Zealand as well. So that kind of fun stuff on the mundane level. Um, earlier in the day Venus will pop into Leo so it's always interesting when a planet changes signs and so we've had a lot of focus on women and families and women's health Um, with it going into Leo it'll be about leadership and that's not really Doing a whole lot with this moon, but it's just the fact that it's changing signs is kind of a big deal. So, Leo risings and Aquarius uh, risings, you get a little bit of a boost with that Venus there. It gives you a little bit of a cushion on that full moon. So, don't let the doom and gloomers get you. On a mundane level, it's really wild weather. Um, I I would be preparing for the winter holidays right now, if I were you. Um, I had suggested that you be done by the end of July in my 2022 year ahead. Um, we're going to see some supply chain issues. You know, just look at the state of the world. <laughs> Think again. Um, there's no shame in making Christmas presents if Christmas is a big deal. Back um, even before the great recession started i saw it coming a couple years ahead we were already getting squeezed as a family um and so i made everybody christmas presents um i'm I'm crafty and i bake and so when i stopped in like i don't know maybe 2011 All of my nieces and nephews were like, why didn't I get a hat? Why didn't I get a scarf? Why didn't you make me cool stuff? (laughs) Because I was like giving them gift cards. And they're like, why would you stop? Because they really liked the thoughtfulness, you know, and I made nice things. So, you know, don't think you can't make things too or repurpose things. Um, But just know that things are going to get a little wild. We might see a disruption in um, tech supplies, chipsets, things like that. So that's what's coming up with the full moon on the mundane level. Now let's bring the the mod squad in, my apprentices. Let's talk about what do you guys think this full moon's going to do for individuals, like at the personal level? So, because as you know, energy expresses differently there.
4: Yes. I mean, so... The initial thought that popped into my mind is that people will be more aware of uh, actually switching to careers to ru- that are ruled by Aquarius with this interesting energy squaring Taurus, which is stability. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. there actually has been a talk in our Discord as well about it. You know, people suggesting ways how to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And I really love that you are technology like pro and you've Mm -hmm. been doing it yourself for years since Mm the internet, you know, came around and you were (laughs) available
0: to do that. (laughs) Yeah, I actually switched. Like I was always online, but I didn't like make a business business until like 2005 because like I said, the recession wasn't a big shock to me because we were already getting squeezed because my husband was a state park ranger and a state employee and we hadn't seen a raise like in three years like and in my kids were growing and i was like well he's not going to be making any more money soon because he was capped he was at the highest level he could be pay wise and it was like, ha ha, 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 ha kids need shoes. <laughs> so I turned the tech skills I'd built into business. So because like nobody was gonna hire me in that area. Yeah. I, and yeah. I feel
4: like right now a lot of people experience mm-hmm.
0: a similar scenario
4: of like yep. you know, layoffs and stuff. I was just on the phone with my friend today who got laid mm-hmm. off like from mm-hmm. HR of a tech company, actually. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah, so um, Ooh, that could be big with this full moon, like more tech layoffs, like big ones. Yep. You know, like yep, 500 yep. employees. Yeah. Yeah. Good call. I feel right like up. I'm
3: already he- hearing a lot about that. hmm. Yep. Like also a lot of streamers, because I work in television, a lot of streamers are mm-hmm, laying people off and merging and stuff.
0: hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there's been a lot of news stories on that. So I think people looking for a way to be independent, I think you're very right about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's important. What else do you guys think is going to happen? Or for individuals, like people? That was astute.
4: Um, how they dedicate their time being involved in their communities as well.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: i feel like it's a big topic yeah realizing that you know you need to put yourself out there but it's not like it's not necessarily in the big way that i need to become a president or something you know the peep mm-hmm. talk that we all had probably in our lives but it's just Wait. like small steps
0: yeah, yeah. being involved yeah mm-hmm. i think that's a big thing. yeah Yeah, that moon's gonna hit over the top of Saturn. Like, (laughs) what? It's back to 22 degrees. So it'll be like um, three, six hours after the full moon. So, like, midnight, it's gonna hit Saturn. There could be like an internet outage. Maybe due to a storm, Europe might get hit or something. Maybe weather. So, interesting. So, on an individual level, um, where does it hit you guys? <laughs> <laughs> um, right on the ascendant. <laughs> Somebody's going to become an astrologer on the full moon.
1: <laughs> oh, my God
4: yes for me it's in my ninth conjunct my uranus and actually i have a first reading on this day <laughs> that's textbook. So i'm also becoming an astrologer that's
0: right happening guys right my babies it's so excited. i love that <laughs> yes. i think
1: that's hilarious that's textbook right. That's super yeah, it's funny to see the transits playing out right now. <laughs> right. When like, I oh saw the
4: moon on my Uranus, I was like, oh my God. When I ran the chart for the first reading, I was like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> that's
0: that's like classic. I yep. love
1: that. That's
0: funny. Oh, that's funny. I love that. Cause yes. Or- Aquarius rules astrology, as does Uranus. So He's hitting anyway. my eighth house. Oh, well, Malcolm groaned. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he was like, oh.
3: <laughs> he hates the eighth house. <laughs> he hates
0: the eighth house. He's like, oh. Actually, he's just trying to sleep and we're interrupting him. That, Hi, was funny <laughs> that was funny timing. That was funny timing, Um... <laughs> <laughs> so, you're tiles. there's some alchemy with that,
3: yeah, and my my second reading is the day before, so Ooh. I feel like that's gonna also be it's probably gonna feel good to have that done, you know, yeah. so thinking about that in relationship,
0: I love that,
3: yeah, I love
0: that, yeah. And, you know, that's the eighth house. That's the call. Maybe trusting your intuition more.
3: Oh, big time. Yeah. That's been
0: huge. Yeah. Well, I love that in your reading, you know, like beforehand, you were worried about that, you know, how you were interpreting that one house. And then your interpretation was what nailed it, that you were spot on, 100%. Yeah. Oh. It, it's um,
3: it's It is really an interesting thing. That was a big takeaway for me because I've I'm not somebody that um, the concept of an intuition is probably like and didn't become very real to me until like a year ago. So mm-hmm. <laughs> the idea of trusting it and and mm-hmm. really being able to sort of tune into it is very mm-hmm. it's a very new practice for me,
2: mm-hmm.
3: um, and so. <laughs>
0: I'm only laughing because I remember yeah. the first astrology class you took. You'd be like, "Well, I'm not a typical weirdo, so I'm here." You know,
3: <laughs> <laughs> I really it 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 is very surprising that this. I just it's funny that my life is the way it is now because it's so different than it used to be, but in a very, a very, very good way. <laughs> not that Same. it was like terrible before but it is just i i went down a path i would never have dreamed for myself mm-hmm.
0: oh god i hear that one
3: yeah which i find actually personally incredibly delightful i love that i didn't see it coming <laughs> like to, to be you know have several decades of life under my belt and to still be able to be like really really surprised is fun for me <laughs>
0: Right? It's nice. It's, it's
3: yeah. Some nice. shit just nice. gets old and you're like, eh,
0: mm-hmm. I've done that. Yeah. Well, and we're also programmed that after a certain, you know, after the Saturn return, you just get up, have your coffee, go to work, and come home, lay on the couch, and repeat, you know. Boring. Yeah. You get to do so much more. I love that. All right in doing all the observations and both, you know, the, the watching of the readings, et cetera. Um, what did you learn about yourself as an astrologer, you know, so far?
4: Um, probably that I, uh, I'm kind of really spot on with potentials of a person. Like the most distinct potential that a person has, because you know, when the reading starts, uh, the ones that I observed, like I took little notes of what I think how this energy can manifest us, and as reading progressed, I was like, Oh my god, this hits spot on! This hits spot on, but I, I guess, uh, the most like questionable spot for me is workforce of a person because of my own you know history with it it's Mm -hmm. not traditional at all so i'm like
0: Mm -hmm. okay so let's see how it plays out
4: Mm -hmm.
0: i often ask people what they do you know i'll give them potentials from the second house and the sixth house you know, yeah. like, hey, you would do well here and here and here. But that doesn't mean that's what they're actually doing. Um, yeah. Because our society isn't really set up to support people at what they do best. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's okay to ask. Mm-hmm. You know, so sometimes we nail it. And sometimes, you know, it just depends. Mm-hmm. Some people are really good at kind of following their heart and other people maybe didn't have the economic advantage to do that. You know, so they're yes. just doing the best they freaking can. <laughs> yeah. You know, with what they've got, and it's nice to be able to empower them that way. But yes. yes.
4: Mm-hmm. I think one of the most favorite parts is actually uh, seeing how the environment that a person grew up in, like, uh, influenced their growth. Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm a strong believer that you know, the greatest struggle is, can be an advantage to you in certain situations just to mm-hmm. be able to help other people, you know, that are going <laughs> through the same thing or a similar thing.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. That's something we can do is point that out. You know, yep. That just gave yep. you these skills. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are you most looking forward to in your first reading? For them to talk. <laughs> we talked a little bit about that.
4: <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I guess. Um, what am I looking forward the most in my first reading? Um, I guess for, the, for me to, to see myself in the seat of a person who's giving, you know, the reading actually to like a living person who I have no idea who they are at all. So it's right. not even my, you know, acquaintance of my friend.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: And get that validation.
0: Okay, yeah. You- <laughs> yeah. May you get all the giggle validation there is. That's so much fun when that happens. Yes, especially for my Gemini raising. Right? (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I love that. Yeah. Each one of you has your own gifts and your own abilities, and I'm loving that. Watching you guys support one another, too. That's something um, I love to highlight is you guys... 100% Are 100% supportive of one another's process. There's no competition between you in, and it's collaborative. And um, I'm not like the patriarchal, industrial, competitive mindset. Um, I think it's really toxic and I don't think it leads to the best work. I think it leads to. <clears throat> I think it leads to atrophy, honestly, of innovation because people don't take risks. Like if you look at the entertainment industry or even the tech industry, they get so busy copying one another and trying to outdo each other, that they They lose what made them good to start with. And so like collaborative work, I think is innovative and each one of you is so supportive of the other. You know, I watch that. I keep my eye on that. You know, I'm like, I love how, you guys are working together to to make each other better and stronger that's impressive
3: i mean it's really to our advantage to do that also like we all just have such different experiences and um viewpoints and perceptions and and i just feel like by sharing information we are just getting much a much richer perspective
0: mhm yeah well and celebrating one another yeah you know that is no small thing i think everybody's worked in a situation where it wasn't the most supportive environment And if we're going to do something we love <laughs> it should be supportive
3: <laughs>
0: yes the there's like no
3: reason not to <laughs> right exactly
0: exactly but i i'm i'm loving this so it's it's really fun to watch you guys grow that's it's like um it's like my favorite thing so that full moon again it is crunchy i'm not gonna lie i was in crunching on some picnics but um on a personal level this is a great time of fulfillment You know, whether you know, Aquarius is your first house, you're really gonna kind of come into your own on this one. And it's great time to let go of some of those habits from like childhood, like ideas you had about yourself. You've already been, you know, shaking that up. Jennifer.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I was like, this is exactly what I've been doing the past Mm week.
0: Right right and this is a really you know they'll be probably up on deck and you'll be very visible but you'll be able to see how far you've come and where you want
1: to go yeah it feels like some of the fog is being lifted from my personally yeah like i have all of these interests and things but I'm not, like, letting go of the old stories of what other people wanted me to do. Like, Mm. what do I want to do? Coming into my own.
0: Individuation. (sighs) Self-actualization. Good. How does it feel?
1: Oh, my God. So liberating. (laughs) It's so nice to, like, let go of these weights i've been carrying around and didn't know how heavy they were until i put them down mm,
0: that's a really profound statement i didn't know how heavy they were until i put them down didn't even notice you were carrying them huh
1: mm-hmm. powerful thanks pluto <laughs> pluto
0: pluto is where
1: opposite my moon and on my Mars (laughs) she's been going through it I know it I know it we've got you (laughs) I'm loving this process actually it's so nice (laughs) to see how different I am than I was just a year ago yeah so we're gonna keep going
0: absolutely yeah it is you know you're forced to evolve with Pluto transits there's no way to get through it without evolving but it's, it's it, it, it is liberating you know it is liberating and and you've got Uranus helping out in the fourth house so <laughs> lucky you oh <gasps> jennifer 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 (laughs) sending hugs (laughs) but yeah uh, i think you're managing it beautifully i do
1: Mm -hmm. it's not easy Uh, i'm just holding on to my little boogie board real hard (laughs) (laughs) just
0: keep (laughs) swimming 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 Mm -hmm. (laughs) i hear you yes Uh, i get it yeah It's a really powerful time. What do you guys think of that That um, Venus and Leo? I mean, it's kind of out of step with the rest of the energy.
4: Yeah, it's like, now I'm going to be pretty. <laughs> the, the, world, the world is collapsing, but I'm going to be an ultimate girl
0: boss.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm going to try to tap into, into some you. of that. <laughs> right.
0: All right. The world is going to shit and I'm drinking champagne. Yeah.
4: yeah. And actually I think it's a good reminder for everyone that uh you know we are best at help to others when we have our shit, you know, somewhat together. Yes.
0: Nice.
4: I
3: feel like that was a big theme for me recently.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah, I just I feel like I keep hearing that, you know, and it keeps coming up in different situations in my life, so it's like being emphasized.
4: Yes, Venus is moving into Leo for Casey.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Big bag alert.
0: Ah, oh, I'm kind of glad it's moving out of my eighth house. So. It's not out just yet. It's almost, I think. Or did it just move out? Because we're, we're not there right yet. You know, let me look. It may have gotten out of my eighth house because I, I've been feeling like making content again. It just got out it's of my fabulous. house. Yeah. Venus just got out. That's why I was quiet the last couple of weeks.
2: <laughs> God, it's out of
0: it. Feels good. Good mystery school time.
1: <laughs> it's ready. I swear. I know. I swear too. There's there's witnesses to this.
0: Right it's done. it's
2: done <laughs> it's yes. we
1: are the witnesses,
0: yes, oh my gosh, <laughs> but it was just lots of good stuff happening, but it just um, I ended up being social for heaven's sake. I don't know, that was weird, so so we've got you guys are all reading next week, right? yeah.
3: Yes. <laughs>
0: the little squeaks. <laughs> Casey's reassured you. Mackenzie's reassured you. I got you. This do one of
1: those things you have to do.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Get the nerves it's like, off until you do it. Until you do it, if you, I can reassure you all day long. You're still going to be nervous, but. <clears throat> But once again, Casey, reiterate, you just went through this. Did it, did, did at any time you feel like you were not held in that process?
1: No, I felt very supported. hmm Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like I said, you guys already passed the test. Now it's development. So, what was the test? What did I pass? <laughs> what did you pass? Um, honestly, it was in the translation of the charts I gave you guys. Um, because I literally gave you the hardest people I know. <laughs> like, literally, pick the most difficult charts I could think to
1: find. So that's why my brain hurts so bad. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You love that. It's like getting sore after a workout. Yep. yep.
0: Yeah. No, they're rare, rare individuals. Like, you just don't meet people like them often. And they're, they're very intricate, complex charts. Because they're very intricate, complex people so they're part of my personal collection <laughs> one day I you have, too
1: i have yeah. started mine <laughs> right. i that i have my software
0: Woo-hoo. it's so
1: exciting
2: hmm yeah
0: So one of the things I was asking them earlier, Rita, was what are you most looking forward to um, doing for people in the readings?
4: I guess reassuring them that um Even, like, their, I guess, most unraveling periods of their lives were not for nothing. Nice. Yeah, because, like, I mean, obviously you can see everything in the chart and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, um... I guess like when I was working on this first chart I was thinking oh gosh like about where pluto was you know when this person was growing up and how it impacted them as well like how could have could have been you know mm-hmm. with everything going on with their chart oh, totally. what type of personal revolution they lived through that was really cool to think of. Oh, I love that. I
0: love that. Yeah. That's really profound. And how they express that evolution throughout their life. Yeah, how it rings out.
4: Mhm. Mm-hmm.
2: Exactly.
0: Yeah. It is powerful and to be able to show people their strengths. I think that's super important. hmm You know, because people know their weaknesses and people are usually pretty harsh on themselves. Yes. One of my favorite readings, like I'd really got this person to see themselves, you know, at the higher end of their chart. And, you know, I don't, again, I don't blow smoke up people's butts, but... You know, I was just trying to like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And at the end of the reading, I was like, okay, any questions? And they're like, so what's wrong with me? I was like, do you really want me to go there? I've just (laughs) spent an hour. I'm like, don't you already know? They were like, good point. I'm like, yeah, you already know what's wrong with you. What's right with you? There have been billions of dollars billions if not trillions of dollars spent to make you know everything that's wrong with you
4: yeah. which makes
0: you very easy to control yeah or what even
4: else? take on something that is even not yours to be like mm-hmm. kind of yeah. shamed of or you know mm-hmm. being worried about
0: yeah. yeah, yeah yeah
1: yeah we're shedding those stories this full moon
0: Yes, shedding the stories. That's another good one. Yeah. Again, it's a very collective energy. So the people are empowered in this full moon.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: It's going to be very fascinating. Fascinating stuff. Put your seatbelts on. I promised to talk a little at the beginning. I forgot. At the- I was like, oh, wow, we've just been talking. I was like, oh, yeah, at the beginning in the intro, I said we talked about Nancy Pelosi. I pulled up her chart let's look at this together let's do it together guys my my libra moon in the 11th house likes this <laughs> let's do it together we do this all the time in with each other so so let's see she's got a leo rising That's not sneaky. a big dog. <laughs> yeah, she is a sneaky. She is sneaky. Yeah. <laughs> the, airy, the, the eighth time.
1: house son. Oh my god. Right? Yeah, but, it makes sense.
0: Yeah, but not everybody with an eighth house son is a sneaky tweak. We only say that about people we don't like.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so don't get on, on our worsties list <laughs>
0: right yeah
4: you have to commit insider trading for us to talk about you
0: like this <laughs> right well notice the insider trading is the sun and jupiter there yeah, yeah. yes <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well and um look at that venus conjunct uranus in Taurus, yes,
2: yes, right on
0: her haven from the ninth. Right, so foreign investments as well. um <laughs>
1: it's That Neptune to Mars mm-hmm. up there. She's very underhanded in her dealings.
0: hmm hmm Sneaky, double sneaky.
1: I and mean, it's known for it almost.
3: Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah.
4: Everybody like knows. Mars. We sneaking. know you're sneaky. <laughs> yeah. We know you're sneaky.
0: <laughs> and her so what attitude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. yeah. i cannot
4: forget actually it's so funny remember like during pandemic she was like caught like she was doing this ice cream like full fridge of ice cream when people were like literally hungry and like could not get food yeah like from distribution places and like she blew out with this ice cream and i was wondering what like where and yeah (laughs) this yeah
3: And her fridge was, like, some obscene amount of money. The fridge that the ice cream was in. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It was just very, like, and it it came across really ignorantly.
4: (laughs) Yeah, she loves having a lot on her plate. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then showing it to us for some reason.
0: (laughs) Right. Well. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Hello. Remember, if you happen to have anything in common in your chart with Nancy Pelosi, it does not mean you express it that way.
4: Yeah, even if you like ice cream.
0: It's okay to like ice cream.
4: No, it's not. okay to eat it, so. We're being
0: being critical of a public figure. So, um, yeah. Now, she did have agency to go to Taiwan because I looked it up, because I was like, okay, it doesn't make sense for her to do it arbitrarily, but there is a commission um, with the House, and so she did have agency to go. And at the time she was going, this were her transits, so she had the North Node for Sharina's Mars, all in the Ninth House. That surprise, quote-unquote, trip, it wasn't a surprise to the people in the know, but it was a surprise to the public. Um... And uh, the Jupiter in the eighth house, somebody's making good on some
2: deals.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The moon was in her second house as well, so it was definitely financial. So I took a look further, and what I saw, especially she had Venus also in the 11th house, and that's investments as well in different ways and economies, and so. I was like, "Hmm." So they're they're sinking the Chinese economy with this. Um, again, I think World War Three is more likely to be financial than anything else. It's going to be resource related and financial. I don't think we're going to see global thermal nuclear war.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and it's highly unlikely. Um, <clears throat> the, the, the reason why it's up on deck is to prevent it. That's why it's being talked about so i really think we're more at a bay of pigs situation which is still nerve-wracking but i think it's going to play out more financially um which is bad enough but it could be worse it's got neptune going through the eighth house right now that's just going to be there the rest of her life however long she lives i just dislike her disregard for the common person
2: (laughs) so (laughs) yeah
0: Yeah. Um. i will say as a woman she has a hell of an intrepid chart
1: yeah, you know. that's what I was thinking. Like, damn, she is very powerful.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's not bluster. She has a lot of powerful energy in her chart. And I can... I don't have to like someone to recognize what they've got, you know? And so I can appreciate the trailblazerness. What bothers me is she's really close to her Uranus return. <laughs> which you know she's in her 80s this is not cool you know we don't need people in their 80s in office um that disconnect with reality you know the, the current reality is strong because it's she doesn't live in the same reality as everybody else so especially as young people you know um so what else do i see in here that's scorpio moon spite is one of her great motivators i can appreciate that as a scorpio rising and she keeps book on her enemies too so I could see how she and AOC did not hit it off. Mm-hmm. She's one of those powerful women who doesn't handle other powerful women.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's always so sad to see that. Yeah, and
0: she's got more experience and, you know... Um, She was probably pretty shocked when the AOC won her primary in 2020 um, when she ran because Nancy Pelosi specifically supported the centrist candidate in the primary. (laughs) I'm like, really? You risked losing a seat because you don't like someone? (laughs) That was phenomenal. Phenomenally stupid. But you can see where that hubris came in as well. Um what do you guys see. I
2: always love your insights.
1: Good at making deals. <laughs>
0: <Yes>. Contracts. <laughs> mm-hmm. And what what, what and makes you say
1: that? that uh Pisces Ven- or Mercury in the 7th mm-hmm. yeah. The seventh is contracts and agreements and mm-hmm. she's yeah, one of the top democrats can mm-hmm. get people in line sometimes.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and well, and it's sextile.
1: Mm-hmm. The Venus. Again, she Talk can be about. a sweet talker.
0: Mm-hmm. She can get people to agree. Mm-hmm. And she, get their secrets. Yeah, yeah, use their secrets against them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a fascinating trick.
1: Probably uses emotion a lot, but knows how to control hers to mm-hmm. get what she wants.
0: Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, that's a nice assessment.
1: Her mother
4: played a great role in establishing the communication style that she uses in her
0: work mm-hmm. and
1: her mm-hmm. agreements. Probably a
0: lot of guilt trips. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep.
4: I think, if I remember correctly, I think her mom was an immigrant Mm -hmm. herself. So it's not super
0: uncommon. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You speaking from experience?
4: (laughs) No, my my mom did not guilt trip me,
2: though. That's good.
4: (laughs) Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's so funny. Um, let's see, let's see, let's look her up. Because honestly, I don't know that much about her. And I like to read charts cold. I purposely don't learn about public figures too much until I start reading their charts. After I read their chart.
1: Mhm. Oh, good. My talent for being under a rock comes in in use now.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it does. It actually makes you a better astrologer not to study people until after you read their charts. Let's see. She didn't go into politics till her forties. I knew that part. Oh she was so it's kind of a lie when they say she didn't get involved until her forties or into it. She was elected to the DNC in nineteen seventy-six. And she held she held the position until nineteen ninety-six. So I love propaganda. Yes. Just mm-hmm. because you didn't hold office didn't mean you weren't involved.
1: See, it's a sneaky with the word situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See,
0: there we go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't like she was, you know, just sitting at home and, and oh, I'm gonna run for office. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's very strategic. Yep. Yeah, very, very strategic. Absolutely. Yeah, because yeah. she
1: does ma- many things without a reason. Oh, God, no,
0: no. Mm-mm. No, she's very ambitious. Yeah, a lot of people forget there's a lot of stuff that goes behind the scenes, and there's a lot of power behind the scenes. You know, so whether you're on committees and that's why I've been urging people to get involved locally in their politics because a lot of things happen at a local level.
4: Mm -hmm. I also want to highlight so for the people who still believe in empty houses and how they quote-unquote don't influence your life, um, Nancy Pelosi has so-called Empty fifth house But you know how many children She has
0: (laughs) Right Yeah Yeah Quite a few Let's look Come back up She's got uh, Five Mm -hmm. Yeah Yeah you are very correct yep yeah <laughs> so there are no such things as empty houses yep. all houses have energy
3: what do you think Pluto moving into her sixth
0: will be for her probably not good health at her age yeah um, I doubt she'll mm. retire, <laughs> as we've seen from many people in her generation. Um, which is um, which leaves things very sketchy. You know, it's like <clears throat> when the balance hangs, and this Pluto and Leo generation, and she's you know the earliest of the Pluto and Leo generation. Um, they hang on and sit because they're like, oh, it's me or nobody. And it's like, no, actually, there are 20 people waiting. in line. <laughs> right? So, um, to the point where I'm noticing like younger millennials keep referring to everybody born before them as boomers. <laughs> and it's like, no, no. There's <laughs> so, actually this generation you keep forgetting about who couldn't get promoted. <laughs> because these assholes wouldn't retire um so a lot of us actually went independent contractor route like a long time ago because we had to um and business owners because like we were never gonna get ahead any other way (laughs) so um but that's okay forget about us it's fine we're used to it but yeah it's like i no, i think so I think she'll start if she hasn't already started having health problems and she actually is in remarkably good shape for her age. You know, and it's amazing what fillers can do. Um, (laughs) What's that catty? I think it was. Um, I don't think it's catty. I think it's just true. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, common enough
1: to yeah, yeah it happens enough.
3: And politicians, like n- you know, they manipulate our perception of them in all kinds of ways, physically mm-hmm. and otherwise. So,
0: hmm
3: hmm I mean, this is not new to
0: politics either. So. No. 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 You know,
3: we just have new ways of doing it. Some of yeah. those are
0: fillers. <laughs> yeah. 29 degrees. Yeah, that's spicy. Yeah. Next year is a very, very interesting year. But remember, Pluto dips into Aquarius and then out of Aquarius. So it might be a couple of goes you know hopefully just for the balance of things she doesn't like just keel over that's not the only indicator by the way pluto just going into the sixth house does not necessarily mean ill health it can be but it's not the only. There, there's has to be a lot of potential. I'd have to run multiple charts, um, and keeling over is not an easy calculation. You know, you have to look at again multiple charts, and I will not teach that yet, <laughs> and I won't teach <laughs> it in public, so because it's too easy to misconstrue. So if you listeners are thinking, "Oh my God, it's about to come to my sex house." Um, it's about to go. into my daughter's sixth house in a couple of years, I'm not worried about her health. I think she'll be just fine. Um, so th- it, there's a lot more to that transit. So.
4: Reforming routines.
0: Right. <laughs> so anytime we're talking about this, we're talking about the individual. We're not talking in general. I just like to make that really clear just because it's really easy to freak yourself out. (laughs) So we're talking about Nancy Pelosi. We're not talking about anybody else. Um, You know, just given her age, given her chart. um, You know, she's about to have Saturn go over her DC soon. She's not going to divorce her husband either. She's been married to him since 1963. He's been a bumbler since then. Um, That's not changed. So, you know, that's Saturn going over there. Um, There may be issues, you know, maybe his health goes into question or, you know, but she's not going to divorce her husband. She's very, very Catholic and she has remained married for a very long time. So... Yeah, he might get into trouble more because you know he's in the middle of a court case for drinking and driving. He might be a liability because of that in in an election. Um, But she's distanced herself pretty well. Like, yeah, well, I was in DC, so that was pretty funny. Um, Yeah, different generation yeah. What does that full moon hit her? It hits her in the sixth house. That's interesting. Huh. And Saturn right now is directly squaring again her midhaven. Interesting.
1: You think that's why she got into hot water over this when it probably shouldn't have been that big of a deal.
0: publicly Yeah, like more
1: people noticed.
0: Yeah. She did it on purpose. But it could be her health, too. You know. Maybe her, her archbishop's going to go after her again. She'll have to go see the Pope again. But you have to say, she makes some ballsy moves. That Mars and Taurus, you know, Mars and Taurus is intrepid. Like when they make up their mind, they will not change it. It's like my mom has Mars and Venus and Taurus. (laughs) She does not have the Uranus there, but she is four and a four foot 11 inches worth of fury. Um, if she has set her feet and you cannot make her bed. Like, it's something else. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. like,
4: Makes yeah. sense.
0: hmm Yeah. There's no
1: negotiating. <laughs> Very fixed earth of them.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was... I'll tell you, we, we many a times have come to an impasse. <laughs> if it were not for love, <laughs> we would have killed each other a long time ago. Um, but will not switch a position once they make it. They won't. And that's one of the things I've really been noticing is, like, a lot of the major political figures, whether they're pundits or politicians, that the ones that are causing the most division right now are people with really strong Taurus, Scorpio, Mm. and Leo placements. And it's usually, like, there's an outer planet involved. Of course, Pluto and Leo. Um, when it comes to the talking heads, there's a lot of Sag and there's a lot of a lot of Libra as well. Um, none of which is is confusing to me at all, you know. Um, but I just kind of noticed that. So, like the polarizing f- figures are all people who just really draw lines in the sand. Um, and so I'm like, oh, that's very fascinating for these times, especially given, you know, the transits we're going through. So.
4: Yes, guys.
0: Uh, yeah. and I get the mouthiness of sage. I've got enough of that energy in my truck. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, you know, me too. So. <laughs> but, Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of Taurus moons and Scorpio moons at play. Yeah. And I'm just finding that so like Pluto and Capricorn is kind of energizing some of those later you know like Scorpio placements. Yeah. And the Taurus placements too. It's like empowering Mm -hmm. that. So it's like empowering on all sides. It doesn't matter which side of the aisle. It's like fascinating to watch people be activated unconsciously. Although I'd almost lay odds she has an astrologer. And she could be that self-aware. Just because you're doing something I don't like doesn't mean you're not self-aware. She could be like, you know, like, yeah, I'm gonna be this person and do these things. Um You know, you go, each generation goes as far as they can go. And it's just, oh, my God, with the Pluto and Leo people please retire?
1: No, I'm sick of seeing that.
0: Oh, God, yeah. You're telling me.
1: Oh, this old yeah, gentleman. retire.
4: <laughs> yeah. When the time comes. So, you know, Gen Z, when we're going to retire, we're going <laughs> to retire.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm looking forward to it if I can <laughs>
0: what do you mean get to retire what is that concept <laughs> <laughs> i i never planned for it because i knew i was never going to get to
1: yeah it you seems know. like like what? that's not real yeah, yeah. Well, no, they, they, literally, us, so. they literally
0: told us in high school that we would not get to That's insane. Um, Yeah, they told us my whole life.
1: (laughs) You will not (laughs) see social social security. security. Yeah, yeah,
0: Yeah. we knew that. Yeah, it's
1: like, yeah, whatever, they're just gonna take it.
0: (laughs) And so, honestly, that's why I went and followed what I want to do because (laughs) that's how (laughs) your environment
4: constructed you. (laughs)
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was like why would I take something I don't like getting Saturn and Taurus and the six? Why would I do something I don't like if I have to do it forever? <laughs> you know, it makes no sense. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, thank you to everybody. Thank you to my patrons. You guys are amazing. Um, these, these wonderful apprentices are also mods on the discord server. And um, do a lot of amazing work there, keeping the conversation going. Poor Jen <laughs> tries to keep everybody's um, uh, patron access going um, to the patron-only part of the server. And we've had some computer glitches with that. So um, what could make that easier, Jen? It might be easier for people to hear it <laughs> than trying to write it out every time.
1: I, if you could just link your Discord account with your Patreon account, um, there's a guide that is pinned to the mod help thread that can show you how to do that. And then when I do it, probably twice a month to edit the roles and give everybody the roles if they didn't already have it. Wait, because Jen, Jen has a day job. So mm, yeah I do. <laughs> yeah. So it's a night job. <laughs> it's a night job. <laughs> you work what fifty hours a week? Yeah. A little bit, yeah. Around that. Yeah. Usually yeah. a lot more, but
4: night mm-hmm. yeah.
1: job. She's working. Yeah. yeah. And
0: Thank studying you. and doing everything else. So And mowing the lawn, damn it.
1: Lawns yeah, are so stupid I hate lawns.
0: Anti
1: <laughs> <Ain't laughs> lawn.
0: amen thank you guys so we'll be back on our regular schedule from now on Um, we'll do another next Monday we'll have a behind the scenes for patrons we'll give some juicy insights as always thank you for listening